Welcome to Licked and Loaded, everybody. I'm Laura Desiree, and I'll be joined today by one of the most historic beauty queens that pop culture has ever met. One of the most glamorous human beings on the planet. I at least I think she's human. I'm so excited to be chatting with her today. I got myself as dolled and decadent as possible just for the occasion. Here we go, everyone. Today we're chatting with the fabulous Amanda Lepore. My goodness, the incredible and the immaculate Amanda Lepore. Hello. Hey, hi. <laughs> oh, welcome to the show. I have to say that uh, I've been in your presence many times in the flesh, whether at a Suzanne Barsh event or at The Box or at Indochine. And I'm so speechless at the sight of you that I've always just kind of hidden in a shadow and, and, and worshipped you from a distance. <laughs> Oh, you should have came up to me. I'm like really friendly. <laughs> well, this is now, we're now going to be friends and I'm so thrilled to have you on the show, Amanda. Thanks again. Oh, thanks for having me. So I thought it'd be fun to say, first and foremost, let's get it straight and get it on the record. What is Amanda Lepore's definition of beauty? Um, well, I think it's like all different things. There's outer beauty and there's inner beauty. It's like how you present yourself and, and um, how you're, you're feeling, a feeling and everything. There's like um, beauty in that. I think, you know, like you could have like a perfect model person and they could initially look beautiful or the pictures could look beautiful. And then you, they might be like, a, like an asshole and like, like then, um, you know, the beauty kind of goes away. Like, mm. like, in it. So it's definitely more than just outward. But then of course there's artifice. And I think that, you know, any, women could make themselves look beautiful i think you know with just um you know um time and knowledge and experimenting what looks right on them you know yeah experimenting is such a big part of it isn't it you start to yeah. figure out yeah. your branding yeah so this uh, old Hollywood obsession, we'll call it, this, you really are like cut from the silver screen. Where did that begin for you? Is there a specific memory or moment that you witnessed somebody and said, that's it for me? Um, well, definitely, um, you know, when I was a kid, I used to watch like old Marilyn Monroe, Jean Harlow, like all, the, all those kind of like mm. blonde bombshell kind of women and um and i just like loved it so much it was like so hyper feminine and um and artifice too like it looked like you could do that sort of thing you know like bleacher there was a way of looking that way yeah. i think it wasn't just um someone that was completely natural yeah thing. yeah larger than and one. i was always like fascinated with that like i liked all the the makeup and the way the eyebrows were done and the way the hair was curled and the the bleaching, the whole process of it, the transformation of it all. Yeah, no kidding. It's it's a lot of work went into it. So, you know, being able to master it. Oof, <laughs> my goodness. I always love what uh, Marilyn said as the wind was blowing up her skirt. I mean, it's become such a great little catchphrase. Isn't it delicious? <laughs> <laughs> 
That was like a big moment for her. <laughs> it really was. Subway air, delicious against your you-know-what. Sure. <laughs> well, it was a feeling, not really the, um, the air. Well, the air was probably better than too. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I actually discovered you through the work of David LaChapelle. And uh, you were very much amused to him for, for decades and some of the most beautiful photographic creations. I'm so curious how the two of you met and how that journey started. Um, well, I met him at like, a, it was sort of like a bar restaurant. It was called Bowery Bar or B-Bar. Mm. Um, he asked people if I was like a nice person and stuff and said, oh yeah, she's really sweet and everything because he said that if I wasn't nice, then he wouldn't want to get involved with me, you know? And um, he booked me like right away and we did like um, for a weekend, I think. And he, we did like a fashion story, I think for Flaunt magazine or one of, one of the magazines from then, like a fashion thing that had to do with plastic surgery. I had the baby, and, um, the, the, the boobs were like out. And I think he had boobs on the guy and, he switched heads on a black and white model. Mm. And, and um, so it was all like this kind of um, crazy plastic surgery. And then I also did the, um, the Snorting of Diamonds yes. for Visionaire, a Visionaire book or, or something that, that weekend. Wow. And I remember like um, he like said, oh, don't move, you like, you look perfect. And they went for like a lunch break or something. And I came <laughs> back, and I didn't move. And he said, oh my God, like, I, that's the girl for me. Like I, like that she didn't move. You know, like like so. so uh, what did you think of these creations and these scenarios that uh, he was putting together? I mean, they're so outlandish and fantastical. Oh, I was so like fascinated. It was like it, not even in my dreams that you know that um, all the things he used to do because he would like um, he would draw things out and he was really particular with everything with the look with the set. He would have someone built the sets and everything so they weren't very much photoshopped really yeah. you know like yeah. they were like um it was like all done you know it was like reality kind of like you know how he would do it he would put so much work in it wow so so much of that was actually physically there with you in those scenes in those yeah. famous creations. yeah and he had like the best lighting like no matter how crazy things were like the pink lipstick was really crazy but like it was beautifully lit you know, like you, um, the lighting was, I, I was really spoiled with it because then I worked with other photographers and I would say, no, the lighting's not right, blah, 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 because I would, I would now from like the best. Well, definitely. Know? Especially when you had, you know, the proofs to show for it, right? <laughs> Fantastic. So you are known as such a queen of nightlife. Uh, I know we're not experiencing it right now because of this horrendous pandemic, but uh, in your own words, what makes an unforgettable night out? Um, well, I just like it. I think that it's like magic and the night and everything. I think like there's so much creativity and, you know, the uh, the club kids that go out like are like so fantastical and like, you know, it's it's just so inspiring to see like all that and like be just a part of it. It's like magic, I think. Yeah. I mean, you can certainly... Uh, people who are not Amanda Lepore are able to permit themselves to be a little bit more fantastical and a little bit more uh, creature-like in the evenings. You know, I feel like a part of us comes alive. 
what it's about and I think it's like an escape like from your like job and and everything like you're it's 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 really like a like an escape and fantasy you know do you think we're gonna see a change oops uh, you could be who you want to be, I think, too. You know. Absolutely. And that's such a thrill. And it's like life affirming when you're able to go out and experience yourself in a higher form. You know, you, you start to gain a confidence and, you know, take on a more imagination, a more imaginative side. I agree 100%. Do you think we'll see any new trends or any new looks that come out of inspiration from this pandemic? I don't know. I hope that we don't have to wear masks anymore. Know, right? <laughs> like, Especially with those lips, girl. Yeah, it's really difficult. <laughs> I did. I did have a restaurant job in the in the summer, and I wore like the clear plastic ones. But mm. it's still difficult. My lips are so big, and I would get it on the plastic even. Oh, no kidding! Right? <laughs> it was really like hard, you know. But um, there was like you know, always like, you know, masks and covered up things and everything. But like, I hope that we won't see it as like a fashion thing. And mm -hmm. actually the blondes had a fashion show right before this all started. And they had, um, they had the masks in the, in wow. the, in the show. So like, it was like a, yeah, just as a fashion thing, you know, but well, I, I, I do that. <laughs> that's like right a, a biblical premonition, right? Like let's put the masks yeah. on them. <laughs> I'm, I'm just hoping that we don't see, you know, people wearing the sweatpants they've been living in. And, and I hope we're able to seize that fantastical decadence again and come out in our finest form. Yeah, I hate to see like sweatpants and things and, you know, like stuff like that. I always like to see people put effort and get dressed up. You don't want to look like you're, you know, going to do laundry or something. No, no. <laughs> to, but I would imagine you, you don't, A, you wouldn't be doing your own laundry and B, you wouldn't do it in anything else but this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, almost, you know, it put a little effort more than, more than, uh, sweatpants okay <laughs> well for any for anyone who is listening to this uh interview and this episode you are doing yourself a disservice get onto the youtube version of it you need to see how absolutely drop dead beautiful amanda is right now my goodness oh thank you just stunning incredible so uh we've talked about uh what makes for an incredible night out and why we enjoy them so much but do you have a favorite night out in all of the incredible evenings that you've had does one come to mind um well i had fun at all of them for different reasons i think you know like um but um i did like the boss a lot because that i used to enjoy watching the shows mm. you know because it was so crazy so yeah. so and also, I really liked how they decorated it and made it look like an old theater and yeah. stuff. So, you know, you could. I used to be really excited to bring people there, especially like if they were from, you know, out of the country or something. And you know, I would be like, um, "Oh wow, they're going to have a great time!" Oh, if yeah. them, you know, for the shows and everything, you know. Yeah, for those who don't know the box, um, you may never, because it is such an incredibly wonderful elite experience unlike anything else when it comes to blowing your mind. So just try your hardest to become friends with Amanda and maybe you can get into the box. <laughs> and I love like all the Suzanne Barsh parties, like she has like great parties and you know, has, um, great hosts and things. So it's always like a good time there. And I like the lady vac parties as well. Like they're so crazy and like big and crowded and, yeah. you know, it's like more wild, you know? So um, it was, you know, they're, they're all fun, you know? I mean, how are you dealing with not being immersed in this atmosphere of nightlife every day? 
I know. I think the hardest thing is like I used to um, go away because I would do shows and things like in other countries and stuff. So it was really, really fun to go and do do them because it was like a, a luxury to just go away and, you know, see like everything, you know, mm-hmm. like how the clubs were. So that that's probably like the hardest thing because there's no, you know, traveling either, you know, let alone like so you get the parties a little bit like the virtual ones, like sometimes so you could get a little bit of it and like thank god like i I have like an excuse to dress up to do the cameras and things like that yeah and then you just give them as many twirls and dips as possible because in the flesh it's a 360 experience with amanda (laughs) (laughs) so let's say we're back uh we're back in the permission to go out and be back in the clubs again uh, if someone wanted to really impress you and spoil you the right way, what would they need to do on a night out? Um, I think just be really polite and, you know, like not, um, uh, don't like drink the whole bottle. Like some some kids, I think like just grab the bottle and drink it and like you, you have to like share, you know, like I think. And I definitely don't like that. Like I would give them like a dirty look, I think. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> and um, I don't know, I just like friendly people, I think, you know? Yeah, yeah, so a friendly person. Okay, so who's the yeah. first person, who's the first person you want on your arm, on your arm. when we go back when tonight? Go back tonight. Um, I don't know, just like friends, I guess, like close friends, it would be so much fun to go, to go, to go out again and everything, you know? Hmm. And it will come back. So um, it's getting there. I'm getting um, a um, vaccine on the 25th, and I'm very excited about it. Oh my gosh! Okay, well, it's not going to be too long before we're all out there, you know, having our share of the bottle. Then well, that's like sooner than I thought, because I thought that the vaccine was going to, you know, just be, you know, in the spring. So it's already like, you know, just January. So that's really exciting. No, that's really, really hope. I think. That is really, really exciting. Uh, I, I mean, I'm, I'm itching for it beyond all itch. Can't scratch it. Uh, when, it comes to, when it comes to cosmetic procedures aside here, Amanda, uh, how on earth do you have skin this flawless? Um, I really take care of it. Like mm. I kind of do like a lot of research of what people do and things. And I definitely like stayed out of the sun because it was like the number one thing to make you get like to, to make you prematurely age so i was really careful about using sunscreen all the time i use like retin-a which is like a really um good thing it produces like a lot of collagen and keeps your skin younger and i f- found a way to do it on my body as well so like i i um put moisturizer on and wow. then and then um mix it with moisturizer and then put it on and that works really well Wow. It's, a, it's not as irritating, you know? Yeah. And then um, I started doing like a lot of um, skin needling as well. And I watched a lot of YouTube ones and there's one woman that's like an anti-age freak and she does it herself and, and everything. I had it done a lot with like, with um, dermatologists and things and everything. So I felt pretty confident on doing it. So I bought like the machine and I was doing it like a lot. Yeah. Like when um, we were really locked down, it was like what's, doing what's, a lot. What's your pain tolerance like for procedures like that? 
well, I, I get like a prescription for, um, for lidocaine. Mm -hmm. So it, it's really hard to do it without, without, I couldn't imagine. Like, but with lidocaine, it still kind of hurts in some spots, but it's tolerable. Wow. My goodness. I mean, I, I think I've seen that. That's where they're actually pulling uh, parts of the skin, right? Um, no, it's a, it's like micro needles on like a thing, and it kind of like rotates, and oh, wow. you kind of look like a bloody mass, and you're oh, you're God. actually like <laughs> you're actually like damaging your skin, and then your immune system like heals it, and then a lot of collagen like um, right, like so it's all in the recovery. Yeah, it's in the re recovery process. That was because if you um, you know like um, fall or anything like collagen rushes to it so that's like the theory behind it but i think that it really works like it, yeah. it's really good so you know like in uh uh in the film mommy dearest in the opening scene you see faye dunaway as joan crawford scooping the ice onto her face and i, I don't know if this was true of joan crawford to scoop ice and and press it to her face every morning but do you have any rituals like that that you swear by um just Retin-A and sunscreen and um, I, don't, I don't know, but really, like I just make sure that you wash your face. And I, I do make sure that makeup was like, unless I have a boyfriend or something over, then I would keep the makeup on and sleep <laughs> in it. But like, um, otherwise- You're sleep I, in makeup? Otherwise, yeah, I would be like sneaky a little bit. <laughs> So, I mean, you couldn't do the lipstick, but um, but if I could, I would. <laughs> that is fantastic. I mean, do you get makeup color sheets? Uh, no, like I just well, I have red sheets, so like it's and satiny things like oh. are more like forgiving for body makeup or any kind of like thing than um, than more like slippery fabrics than than like cotton or something. You know, there's mm -hmm. obvious things that you would like look a mess. You know. Mm. But there's fabrics that are more forgiving, for, I think, for that. Oh, well, good now. Otherwise, otherwise, I make sure that my makeup is really off. Yeah, it, it should be. I mean, that's, you got to do a deep clean. Yes, yes. So, Amanda, I asked um, some of my Instagram followers for some questions that they may have for the great Amanda. And one of them that came through had me laughing my ass off. I can't wait to get your take on this. What's one cosmetic procedure that every human on this planet could benefit from? Um, <laughs> laser hair removal, I think. <laughs> right? I mean, because you could stay natural. Because I can't really say boobs or nose or right. like a, you know, like, but like a thing that you have to want it, you know, or mm -hmm. it, then it's not for everybody. But so. that could be the mandatory procedure. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that because it would just make it easier, like, you know, for someone that like waxes or like has to like do all these crazy things, like it's, it's, it's much more easy and efficient, you know? Mm. And, and I know that you are constantly upgrading your incredible physique. I have to ask, is there any procedure coming up that uh, you're maybe excited about or you can tell us about? Um, that, no, not really. I'm pretty like happy with everything. The last thing that I did, I did my eyes the last time, I think, but that's, you know, like I, um, I don't know. Like I, I always look at the proportion of everything, so. You know, it's, it's, um, 
I think like if I did anything over, like it would like be like not in proportion and I would mess everything up. So right, right. I like this. But so everything's staying pretty good. Like I don't need like a lit breast lift or anything. <laughs> they are exactly where they should be, my goodness. Love it. So like I um I don't know, I'm pretty happy with everything. I try to do like other things, you know, like um, just more things with clothing. Like I got into corsets maybe like a, like a few years ago and th oh. things like that where you could like uh, kind of change things, but not really. And, and how small can you get your waist in one of those? Um, I think it's like 18, but I'm a small person, but, but it is very like our, like our glassy, you know? Like, no kidding. And organs just displace themselves as they need to, right? Like, sure. Yeah. I mean, I read that it, it does, like, shift your thing. I think that you get more of a stomach area. Yeah. You're not as, like, um, it, it kind of gives you more of a belly. Yeah. I mean, forgive my language, but if I tight lace, I immediately have to take a shit. Immediately. <laughs> well, that's good, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. take it off. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So I'm sure that um, all of the viewers and listeners that have found you, whether on Instagram or known about you for years of your legacy, they're going to want to know what your tips are for how to pose and present your body the most beautifully in all of these selfies we want to take to get today. What tips do you have? Um, well, I think it's a good idea to like look at pictures of yourself and if you see things that you like, like I always think that this side of my face is better than this side of my face. So like, cause I would like, particularly like when I modeled for David LaChapelle, I would like, I would always get like lots of pictures taken and some of them would be better than others. And then I would just like, kind of like look at hairstyles or makeup or what, I, why I like that picture, mm. you know, like why and what, what is that pose that I like? you know so um you kind of like have to study yourself you know and then you you kind of would do it you could get your best angle and everything i think from pictures yeah I, I like to sometimes look at like helmet newton and go through some of those poses and try them out myself that's a good idea if, if you know if you want to like see poses that's really good yeah power that's, pose. Like, that's like dance kind of you know like where you're you know, emulating the, the poses. That's, that's really true. Yeah. And for style as well. Yeah, it should be a practice. Everyone get in touch with some of the greats and look at the shapes that they capture. Try and replicate them yourself. Well, photographers do that. Like they, they always have mood boards and, mm -hmm. you know, they put up old pictures and they, they, they kind of want that kind of vibe. You know? Yeah. And what about for the men of the world? Uh, every time that I've ever taken a photo with a guy, whether it's, you know, a fan, because there are a few Laura Desiree fans out there, or whomever, they always say, I have no idea what to do. How should a man present himself in a photograph that looks confident? Like, is there a pose that they should strike? Not just well, I think posture for a man, like, it's really important because it's just, it, they're more like assertive and, you know, like, um, in charge and more handsome, I think. And then to be groomed, of course, as well. Yeah. <laughs> you need that you mandatory know. laser hair removal. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, of fun. all 
of all the many, uh, I don't want to call them scandals, but of all the many rumors that have gone out there that you've heard about yourself, what would you say is the most outrageous one to date and what's the truth to it? Um, probably the Kanye West scandal, but um, I can't say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Drive fucking tea. <laughs> oh, everyone just simmer on that for a moment. Please do. Please do. Amanda, had you not pursued the Amanda Lepore I see in front of me right now, the, the look, the, the style, had you not pursued this body and this life, what kind of life would you have been living and, and where would your happiness be if it would exist? Um, I don't know, probably like in some creative sort of a thing. Like I think maybe as a makeup artist, maybe, or, or um, a hairstylist mm. or a fashion designer, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I kind of do that anyway, because I like um, jewel a lot of my things and everything. So I definitely have that, that patience and gift, you know, to, to do that. So I would be happy doing that. I do it anyway. I do, I do all those things probably <laughs> for how, myself. <laughs> how, how important is it for someone to seek out the life, including the physical life, their body? How important is it to seek it out if you feel that you're not in the body you're meant to be in? Well, it's really important, you know, um, to feel comfortable, you know, like with with yourself. I mean, it's, it'll it, it changes your life, and you want to be happy ultimately, and be, you know, be who you are inside. Yeah. What advice do you have for people that are feeling um, displaced with the body they're given at this moment? Um, I think that you have to just just deal with it and find out the possibilities and the ways that you could change it and be more of the person that you want to be. And that could be like, you know, for someone that's flat chested and wants to be more bosomy, or like it could be someone that doesn't like their hair color or, you know, it could be anything. It could be something little because it might be a lot to them, you know? It just depends on, you know, what you want because there's so, so possibilities for everything. I mean, that's what's so great, I think, about Instagram and social media is that like kids could find um, role models and and anything that they feel you know that there's just everything you know so um, that's it so important I think yeah it's not just a small roster of celebrities to choose from anymore now we've got mm. anyone and their whole vanity page there yes oh, so God. that's like really wonderful I think yeah. yeah. And my, my final one for you today, Amanda, is uh, I love Indochine, the restaurant in New York. I know you do as well. <laughs> <laughs> for anyone who is going to be going for their very first time when the world opens up again, what's the dish they need to try? Um, everything is really good. Everything is like really light, I think, and, and, like, and tastes delicious, I think. I, I like the dessert a lot. I mean, you know, that's always like the treat for me, but like everything is so good there. Yeah, they've had some really I good food. And the food, you know, yeah. it's, not, it's not just like a place to be seen or, or to go out as like an experience. It is like a whole experience and it's very social and, yeah. you know, like, um, and all that. And there's staff kind of parties and everything together. So it's a whole experience, I think, but like the food is actually really good too. 
because some of those kind of places, the food isn't like the best. Like you go to like a place that has really good food and you go to that place to be seen, but that, that place has it all. And I'm going to especially chop this little piece of the interview just for them so they know that Amanda Lepore has said Indochine has it all. Yes. <laughs> oh, that would be great. <laughs> but the, um, John Mark was so upset, you know, like when he had a close because he was hoping to do it outdoors, you know, like mm -hmm. the, um, the thing. But then they, they, you know, when they locked down the restaurants and everything, he was so upset. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As most of us have. Yeah, exactly. Amanda, can you tell us what's coming up for you and any, um, any announcements, any upcoming events to plug? This would be the time. Um, well, I did come out with a new lipstick and it's, it's really great. Like I put like a lot of research. It comes like this. It has like my lips on it. Ooh. It has like an um, autograph on it. And it is really like the best red like i um i sent it back so many times i tried to top what i was using and and um it's really 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 good it doesn't move it stays in place and it feels really good too and it's like the best red and it comes with like a gloss as well or you oh. could buy them separately you could buy them together or separate and the gloss is is really nice because a lot of my friends um said that it would bleed and they would only wear matte Mm -hmm. So I tried to develop it so it would stay in place. So mm -hmm. it wouldn't. It it does. It's more of a, a satin finish than super high, super glossy. Mm -hmm. It's more of a um, satiny kind of finish. Oh, and they come, they come jeweled by me as well for an edition. They're they're like a limited edition, like one. Oh my gosh, ultimate collector's item. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's definitely a collector's item. Oh my goodness. And you could replace them as well. Like I saw like a YouTube thing a long time ago and if you put them in the freezer, like a, a lipstick, you would just get one of the plain ones. You could take the lipstick out and replace it. So if you, you know, want to indulge in, on it, 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 you don't have to worry about using it. You could replace it as well. Amazing. Amazing. Thinking about the future as well there. Look at that. Uh, Amanda, I do have a curiosity right before we, uh, we part ways here. Uh, what celebrity are you crushing on right now? Um, I don't know, but I do like all those um, series. Um, but um, what is it? American Horror? Something <gasps> Ryan Murphy, I do like 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 all those series like a lot, like the the nurse one and the um, yes, you know the um, American Horror Story, Hollywood one, and and uh, I heard there's going to be like a Halston one, so mm -hmm. that was like excited. I love the Hollywood one. Mm -hmm. I, the thing about them is that when the series are over, like you want more, you know, like you wish that it wasn't over, you know, that it's not finished, but. Um, but I really like those a lot. I don't know if that's a celebrity or not. Oh, and then I really liked um, Veneno as well. And oh! The, the, the trans um, series of it. Yes. Like, I thought that was like really, really fascinating, you know, but just everything, I felt so bad for her. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, well I, I got with uh, um, Danielle and some of the actresses from, from them, from um, Veneno. So wow. that, that was like, I, I guess I would crush over them. Maybe. Oh yeah, 
<laughs> and, and just like a great series that I don't want to end, uh, I, I don't want this to have to end, but Amanda, thank you so much for today. Oh, thank, you. thank you so much. Lovely having you. And what's the handle everyone yeah. can find you? Um, well, on Instagram, I guess. You know, Instagram and Twitter. And Thank you so much, you beautiful, beautiful goddess, you. Um, I hope everyone enjoyed today's episode. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to the channel so you never miss a moment. Bye, everybody. Bye.